Well, Ulysses, Tropicana Field was in use over the weekend, not for baseball, but another purpose. This is how slow the offseason is going, folks. We're talking Rays Rumble starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on all the other traditional podcasting platforms at Locked On Rays. Email us anytime. We love the mailbag questions. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Tropicana Field was in use this weekend for, if you're a wrestling fan, the Royal Rumble. And evidently, there's a lot of wrestling fans out there because there was an announced 48,044 at the Trop on Saturday. And uh, that number surpassed the 47,150 who attended a New Kids on the Block concert in 1990 this on the same day that gasparilla was afoot so um yeah st petersburg can still draw people and draw a crowd uh on a busy saturday and this just got me thinking that uh and just reiterating the idea that the rays new ballpark whatever it's going to be named whatever it's going to be called uh needs to be enclosed or retractable uh or covered um to handle all conditions year-round, whether it's uh, heat, rain, cold, storms, whatever it may be. Because this is where you, the Rays, and St. Petersburg and the county can really drum up some uh, economic interest. It's not just baseball, 81 home games, and some playoff games, and a spring training date here and there. It is... Events like these, events like wrestling and other festivals and conferences and concerts and other sporting events. You can have a football game in the Tropicana Field, believe it or not. You can have a lot of things yeah. in Tropicana Field. So um, it just got me thinking that, uh, again, it's it's not just going to be a baseball facility. It's going to be a multi-use facility at the end of the day. So it was cool to see that. Hey, there was such a huge crowd and um, on, on Gasparilla Day, no less. And I do have a Rays-related uh, twist on Royal Rumble and wrestling for you, Ulysses, but didn't know if you wanted to uh, comment or react to anything I just said as far as the, uh, the crowd and the showing uh, that was. We do know that uh, Florida, Tampa Bay area is a big uh, wrestling hotbed as well. Uh, my first question, maybe a rhetorical one, is... Is wrestling the guy version of reality TV show? It could be, although there's also a lot of women, a lot of females that are into wrestling. And that's something oh. that they've uh, they've kind of leaned into with their uh, women's division. I honestly have not paid that much close attention I know, to wrestling. I know. I, look, if you put my knowledge of wrestling next to my, fall, my knowledge of NFL – yeah. I will look like an NFL connoisseur, 
Okay. I will look right. like the guy that knows what a safety blitz is. All right. A pick six. You yeah. know, I'll, I'll start throwing terms like that. Um, I know nothing about wrestling, but yeah. uh, hey, look. And you know what? That doesn't matter because whatever in whatever event brings heads and beds to uh, hotel rooms and restaurants and uh, other venues in the St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay area. That's all they care about. If you want to have a flat earth convention at the trop, go for it. <laughs> You know, as long as it fills our hotel rooms and I'll, gets that uh, bed tax base I, going, I will tell you, I was in St. Pete on Saturday night and it was rough getting out of there. Like it oh, was rough. Uh, and I was not there for the Re Royal Rumble, but it was rough. So I could feel like, you know, the 48,000 people that, that definitely did something. And of course, you put 48,000 or you mentioned a little bit of like, something attendance next to the trop so that the tweets are going to run wild and you know i saw so many saying kind of like oh well how can uh how can you say that tampa uh, or tampa bay is a baseball is a baseball community when you know uh wrestling gets forty eight thousand? it's like you can't you can't do something that's like uh, uh, an event that people are traveling to. It's like a like, one-off major, and it's a one-off event. Yeah, it's not. For, no, there's not 81 Royal Rumbles, right? In a single year on a Tuesday at 6:45 p.m. Like, right. no, it's a Saturday evening. So I just, when I see these tweets, I'm like, ah, oh, just it hurts. It hurts yeah. my brain to have to read all these tapes. Yeah, I know people look at it as like a negative, but I look at it as a positive. Yeah. Um, think about all the the action and attraction that if they're doing that at the Trop, the new stadium would even be a, a bigger draw for these types of events and outings, if you will. If you put something, you know, like we've talked about, like in like the battery in, in, yeah. in, in Atlanta, like something that you can also go to just for fun. Like I could have gone to the quote unquote raise battery on Saturday evening instead of going to like, you know, bar hopping and everywhere. Like it's right. It's it's just it gives you hope, I think, at least for me. I think people took it, I think, maybe negatively about the attendance, but I, I look at it as like a, a, hopefully yeah. a positive. Uh, now we're not going to spend the entire episode talking about wrestling and Royal no. Rumble and all that, but I do have a wrestling raise adjacent question. Um, the obvious is okay. Yandy Diaz would be the best fit to be a, a pro wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Um, but if not Yandy Diaz, who do you think could or would make the best wrestler pro wrestler? in a raised uniform. And I will just give a couple of qualities that are needed, I think, to be uh, a uh, solid pro wrestler. That would be a combination thereof. Charisma, looks, mm -hmm. physique, mm -hmm. raw strength, mm -hmm. athleticism. I have Bottle that up. Who would be the best fit? Not Yandy Diaz. We're taking Yandy out of the equation because that's like the chalk answer. Yeah. Who would be the next guy that you're a professional wrestling scout and you need to, to hire a race player uh, for the future? I think it's very I think it's a very easy answer for me. Uh, I really hope that people on the comments are throwing their name, their options. That is not Yandy Diaz. Do not say Yandy Diaz, people. Do not say Yandy Diaz. Yeah, uh, you, we cannot say Yandy Diaz because that is the come yeah, on. That's it's that's easy the baseline. 
I'm going with Isaac Paredes. Mm. I think this guy would be perp for, for, for that. I mean, you're talking athleticism, check. You're talking charisma, check. You're talking uh, body, check. Uh, and uh, we've already seen him donning the Lucha Libre uh, mask with yep. uh, Randy Rosarena. And the uh, you can't see me uh, John Cena thing. He's a fan already of wrestling. So I think uh, Isak Paredes would be probably the the number one answer on the board. Yeah, he was at the, the tops of my list as well. But um, just to rattle off, and I would really curious to see what the uh, YouTube commenters have to say as well. But I'd also throw maybe Jose Siri in there, do mm -hmm. some, some really high-flying athletic moves, maybe a backflip there. We know yeah. he's got the flash. Same thing for Randy Rosarena, the charisma and uh, the stage presence. Um, crazy eyes, Pete Fairbanks might not be a bad candidate. And big dude at six foot six, yeah, strong. Uh, he can do that look. Um, and, and then, he'd be uh, good with the trash talking uh, yeah. uh, aspect of wrestling. I think Pete Fairbanks would like really like to like you know talk some trash. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's another big part of it as well. You got to be okay uh, on camera in front of a microphone and and bashing somebody else um, verbally and, and physically, I guess. So I <laughs> yeah. thought we'd just have a little bit of fun with that. But those are some some names out there that I was thinking of off the top of my head. If somebody else has uh, another idea, let us know. Um, you know, maybe back in the day, we might say Mike Zanino for his uh, for his uh, strength, just his pure strength. Because hey, it's there, there's just like with a baseball team, you need guys who can do different things and have yes. different qualities and different aspects. And, and uh, just thought that'd be a little bit of a fun thing to throw out there. And when you want different uh, feel, you have different tastes in things. Guess what? You can do that with Factor Meals. Uh, Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Perhaps one of your New Year's resolution was to eat a little bit healthy. Well, guess what? You can do that with Factor Meals because it takes out the whole grocery store, the prep work, the cooking fatigue. Instead, you'll get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. And guess what? After they're uh, they're delivered, you can just put them in the microwave for two minutes, and then you get delicious food in your belly. So today, don't miss out on this great deal that we have. Factormeals.com slash locked on MLB 50. That's five zero. And you get, guess what? 50% off Factor Meals. That is an amazing deal. I've had these Factor Meals, and they are delicious, and it's so easy to just pop them in in the, in the microwave for two minutes and then you're done and you're eating something healthy, something delicious, and you didn't have to, you know, wash any dishes or chop any veggies. It's perfect. So today, go to factormeals.com slash locked on MLB 50, that's five zero, and you get 50% off today. Go to factormeals.com. All right, Ulysses, something that... Um we haven't done, but we're going to try to do a little bit more of is actually reading and responding, reacting to uh, some YouTube posts and comments from listeners out there because they take the time to um, respond to one of our episodes. We want to uh, address some of them every now and again. And uh, we got a couple neat comments here that we'll get to. Just first want to mention this, going back to the 
Royal Rumble wrestling thing. I really hope, um, and I didn't hear about it, so I'm assuming it didn't happen, that there was at least maybe some sort of work-in or tie-in to a Randy Rosarena or an Isak Paredes of like inviting them or uh, acknowledging them in some shape, form, or fashion, I would think. I, I but... didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I, I think that would have been really, really yeah. smart to have done that, but I didn't hear anything about it. I know it, it is relatively typical that when there's a big event, and I guarantee there's some pro athletes that were in attendance and some ball players that were in attendance to that thing, but they at least, you know, acknowledge them or say, Hey, look, who's in attendance. If not, you know, inviting them to the ring for, for some purpose. Yeah. I mean, something, uh, let's get ready to rumble, rumble, whatever the heck. Um, yeah, yeah that would have been cool. I don't, I, I haven't heard it from it, but maybe somebody that watches the show, uh, can put it down in YouTube comments. Perfect segue by the way, on YouTube comments, we're yes. going to respond a couple of YouTube comments on the show. We try our best. We read them all. But we tried our best to like respond to them, but you know, it's just just not a lot of time in the day to, to respond to all of them. But we do read them all, so we want to incorporate this into the show, your comments on the show, and then answer them. Now, the issue with this is that we need a YouTube name, okay? Yeah. So just like we have Klosky on the clock, we have baseball trivia, we have name that war, name that X-ray, all of these segments that we've created on the show. We need your help. What should we call this section? of the show when we read youtube comments because it's not really a mailbag so we need your yeah. help people is it uh voices from youtube youtube voices that's all i got as of right yeah. now so we we certainly need your help so yeah. uh without further ado let's pop some of them up here if you've got it there we go uh this first one from uh nick says hey guys what's your thoughts on Trevor Bauer signing with the Rays to try to make it back to the MLB. Well, I know Nicholas is from France. So hi there, all the way from France. Uh, friendly reminder, don't put the MLB. People are going to just rag on you yeah. all day long. So just MLB, take out the the. Um, whew, Trevor Bauer. Um he will never pitch in a raise uniform. I can, I can, I can be I, like you, you, you can be a hundred percent on anything except death and taxes in life. Yeah. But I'm like 99.99% sure that Trevor Bauer will never wear a raise uniform. And that does not mean that he will never make it back to MLB. I'm just saying a raise uniform. I don't think so. The closest thing he is getting to a raise uniform is going out, purchasing a raised uniform and wearing it while he's at driveline or doing one of his YouTube videos. That's it. Yeah. 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 And I'm not even sure that the Rays would have gone after or touched Trevor Bauer before his legal issues based on his, I guess, personality. Well, that too, the money thing, but also the, the personality quirks. Um, I think we're yeah. starting to learn some of that with some of the issues besides the legal issues that Wander Franco was uh, providing and or being a part of, but also the clubhouse issues. And I think that's certainly something that the Rays uh, want to steer aware, uh, steer away from, especially with all the young players and pitchers that are now part of the fold of Ryan Pepio and Shane Boz and Taj Bradley and uh, Uwasawa even like you just, 
I don't think you want to do anything that disrupts that. And it should be telling that, yes, he's on his apology tour. Maybe he has turned a new leaf. He is saying all the right things. And he put up a really, really good year with the base stars in 2023. He was 11 and four in 24 appearances with 160 strikeouts and a 259 ERA. Yeah. With that type of performance, you would think a team would take a chance on him. Yet he is not signed with a major league ball club. So I think that is also very telling. And I don't think Mike Clevenger has signed with a ball club either. So no. I think we're starting to find out and learn more that teams are maybe taking into account the, um, the human. Yeah. And as good of a, now there are certain things that, I mean, you, you gotta be, if you're a really, really, really good player, it can be overlooked. But if there's something that we can say any reason at all that we can say, no, we, we don't want to, we don't want to sign this kid. Then, um, you know, teams might, might take advantage well, of that. So. Well, right now, I mean, you, with the social media aspect of it, like now the admins would just get obliterated anytime they would name this player, you know? So like, yeah. it's just an added problem, an added wrinkle if you bring somebody with that much baggage. Um, guilty or not guilty, this it's it's still baggage. Um, right. I, I do think Trevor Bauer will be pitching in MLB again. I don't think this year, but maybe next year. I feel like... Um, there, there is a, a a time lapse where people will not forget, but not be so gung ho, so angry about it, uh, and so then yeah. that'll allow him to 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 get back to MLB. Now, the talent is there, like you said, the numbers were there in Japan. It's just the added baggage of uh, other teams; just they don't want to touch that. But it depends on how much money he's willing to take. I mean, if Trevor right. Bauer just wants to be back in MLB and he's like, "Yo, sign me for three million dollars." I'm going to be the best $3 million pitcher that has ever pitched. Then, you know, as a team, do you, do you risk that? That's, that's a question that I think 28 teams might be thinking about. And the other two that might not be thinking about as the Rays and the Cleveland guardians, because they already know them. <laughs> so right. they're, sure. you know, they're not, they don't, they don't care. And the Dodgers, the Dodgers, you know, you don't see him going back to because Mookie Betts came out saying, oh, he's a great teammate. I really miss him and all that. So I'm like, maybe the Dodgers would think yeah. about it. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, that's Mookie. Mookie Betts isn't, uh, you know, Friedman turning the gears like Andrew Friedman and, and other guys are. So I think they would try to steer clear of him. It's funny because, I mean, we've heard about um, there were reports unsubstantiated and at this point, not true of the Rays making a play of Yasiel Puig, but yeah. it seems pretty, pretty on brand that they try to stay away from a expensive players and b controversial players in some shape or form. If you had to put a percentage green Skittles on Trevor Bauer pitching an MLB this year, what would be your guess percentage wise? Mm. Oh, it's tough. It's like, pitching in MLB or just signing with a team and seeing if he, you know, makes it out of spring training and all that. Let's let, no, let's do signing with an MLB team. Okay. Um, 2% this year. I I'm kind of with you. I think that look what he's saying, he's saying and doing evidently all the right things. He's grown from his mistakes in the past. He hopes for a second opportunity in MLB, but I think it it's one of those things where let, let's go another full year without doing anything. That's, controversial or awkward or odd 
and then let's give you a chance at that point. You know, um, I mean, if I'm if I'm a team that's like totally in the gutter, like the athletics, like, sure, let's do something to, you know, I don't know if it'll boost ticket sales, but at least, you know, get people talking about it. We've already had enough PR. So what's another bad PR hit? Um, and that's the thing. I just don't think the Rays are really ready to, to take the PR battle. No, they're, like they're this taking one enough this this offseason of yeah. a PR hit that they're like, nah, we can't take another one. So. And yeah, the one of Franco is not even their fault. It's just something that they've had to deal yeah, with and encounter. With. Whereas if you're actively going out and signing Trevor Bauer, knowing what you know, you're going to have to handle the smoke as well, unfortunately. Like yeah. I'd, I'd much rather, you know, if you're talking about, oh, we need another, you know, veteran or another guy i mean that cory kluber rich i mean somebody that has a a strong positive influence on the young guys yes. um that we know of that that's what i would rather that's what i would rather play off of but good question there from from nicholas um we'll we'll have to see what what about you did you i don't know if you ever gave a gave a percentage on trevor bauer landing with an mlb team this year. i think 10% Okay. 10% for this year. Yeah. So we're between 2 and 10%. So the yeah. odds aren't looking too good. No. Um, if we had to say so right now. All right. Uh, we have that other question, comment that we need to get to. But first, we have to test. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some incredible bets. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So go ahead, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, getting to this second question comment from Mike on YouTube. says, do you think the Rays were planning to trade Wander once the big salaries, uh, salary years came? It's only $2 million a year now and ramps up to $25 million a year in a couple years. So for those of you who don't have Wander Franco's uh, contract committed to memory, I will tell you that in 2025, he will get 8.4, 2026, 15.4, 2027, 22.4. And then like Mike says, from 2028 until 2032, 25.4. So, you know, when we had this talk about his contract a long, long time ago in much happier uh, manner than yeah. we're having it now, we were looking at those $25 million years and be like, oh, that's probably when they're going to trade him. That's probably a trade, a trade bait right there. Mm -hmm. But now in this, in this lens, you can see 2027 is the is the year that the lease ends at Tropicana Field. That'll be the last year of race baseball in Tropicana Field. So that means 2028 will be the first in the new stadium. You need a franchise player with a new stadium. Like that is just a must. You need that guy. 
Wander Franco is supposed to be that guy, was supposed to be that guy when you signed him up to this contract. So in right. 2028, he would have been earning the first year at 25 mil. Now, with all the new revenue, with all the 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 money that's that would come be coming in from this like battery type uh thing that they would be doing for the new Tropicana field. Uh I and and how inflation is working. I mean, for goodness sakes, you've got Lance Lynn getting $12 million contract uh for a yeah. year and in, in, in with a five plus ERA. Like I think when you have a guy that's putting up five, six, maybe seven war seasons and you're paying him $25 million, it's more than a bargain. Right. So now I'm looking at it differently, saying with all the money that they were going to get and all the production that they're going to be receiving from a guy who signed until he's 31, I don't think they would have traded him. No, I think the full intention was to have him part of the organization as you're opening and unveiling that new stadium so that he was going to be a Ray until at least 2028 through 2028. And that's right in the prime of his career. Now, I guess uh, a couple of factors could shake that up. You know, how all the RSNs and, and TV money get situated and whether the team is actually successful or right. are you a bad team with, you know, one expensive player, then that maybe changes the math a little bit. But I fully expect that uh, based on the leadership uh, in charge that they have, that they're going to be competitive. There might be a small window where they're not as competitive as other years. But when they open that new stadium, that they're going to be a winning ball club. I fully expect that. But, yeah, I think that was the idea. That was the whole reason of signing him to a long-term contract was the pomp and circumstance and the excitement factor of, we have one of the best players, if not best player in baseball to usher in this new era at Publix Park or, you know, Jable Park, whatever you're going to call it. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I don't know if he was going to be a Ray until, you know, the the end of that contract or until the club op option came around in 2023. But that's that was my line of thinking anyway. I'm, I mean, and now they now they have to now they have to change things up a little bit and figure out who's going to be that franchise player, that star player that we can, you know, put on a billboard and that we can utilize to help sell this thing going forward. Because I don't see a whole ton of well, I see candidates, but I I've yet to see somebody kind of run and take that mantle. Because being think, a seven uh, war player is going to be, yeah, I don't think Randy's going to be uh, in a raised uniform in 2028. No, and also like you, you also have to be the production. Like okay, like you can be as you know as fun loving as, but you, you can't have Demon Choi be your face of the franchise, yeah. putting up 1.3 war, like or Brett Phillips. Like as I mean, they're cool and everything, people love them, but like you you can't have that. You have to have like a massive, really good player. Uh, you know, as your as, and he was it. You know, now yeah. are there candidates right now that could take that mantle? Of course, a hundred percent. And everybody's right now typing Junior Caminero, of course. Um, but it 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 doesn't take away from the damn that that really sucks. But yeah. I don't, you know, leave it in the comments. Uh, I want to besides who would make a really good wrestler uh, for uh, the rumble that happened uh, last weekend. I want to kind of get the the barometer of of race fandom at least locked on race fans on youtube 
hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and then answer this. Are you tired of the whole Wander Franco saga? Do you, like, do you kind of shut everything off? It, uh, is it is it still something that you want to talk about, that you want to listen to, that you want to hear people discuss about? Um, you know, when new things pop up in, yeah. the, in the investigation, we we have to talk about it. That's basically why this show is. So everything about race, we, we put it out. But I just want to get the barometer on, on race fandom. Uh, is it just, are you tired or do you still feed into it and you want to discuss it? Because I, I don't know where race fandom is right now, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, I can say personally that I would rather talk about on the field related happenings which i guess um it's newsworthy when he posts an instagram video yeah. of him at a random park in the dr swinging from the right side and the left side that makes news in headlines these and they were days. bombs they were bombs oh, they were so he oh, still got it i mean yeah. lefty the lefty swing was so smooth uh it was pull side and then the the righty swing was oppo and yeah he, he is and, and a lot of people were like you know f this dude um so like i i just want to get the barometer like where, where yeah. are we as a fandom are we do you do you just want to like not talk about it anymore or do you still want to kind of discuss it and kind of vent you know yeah. about the situation i hey i'm excited to see what uh jose caballero can do there i'm excited go. to see carson williams growth and development this i like year. that I, i'm excited i don't know about excited but uh Taylor Looking Walls, forward. healthy Taylor Walls can't hurt things. So Looking that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. I uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you later on this week.